Welcome into the Fantasy Focus Football Podcast, the CSS DFS Podcast. Today's show is presented by Geico. Switch to Geico and see all the ways that you could save. Daniel Dopp, Mike Clay, Al Zeidenfeld, like always, hanging out, bringing you everything you need to know for the Week 11 slate. And it's a big day. And it's a big if day. If you missed the first uh, pod today, we are officially, it is officially today, one week till Thanksgiving. One so, week until Thanksgiving, officially. Big day I'm a, today. I'm a, I use that, that joke twice now. But it is <laughs> Daniel Dopp's birthday. Happy 40th birthday. You got the 40 on your shirt there. You're celebrating you. the big year. So appreciate it. Happy birthday. We love you. Uh, we love you on this show, on the main show, the main all show of too. the shows all in the life. Shows. You're a great person. Uh, one of my best friends. And uh, we're happy to have you here. This is one of the reasons why I was excited my birthday yeah. would be on a Thursday because I knew yeah. Mike was going to have to say something nice twice. Normally know, he doesn't say something stuff. nice at well, all. It's all downhill from here. Today he had to do it twice. Uh, yeah. Al, yeah. do you want to add anything uh, in on today? It doesn't have to be about me. It can just be about anything. We're really excited to be able to have you here. Well, you guys are much younger than me, so you're dressed in uniform. See, I'm, I'm on the sideline because I'm older, <laughs> wow. so I'm dressed like the coach. I got my hoodie on. I'm ready uh-huh. to go. I got uh-huh. my, my play sheet right here. Ready to call plays? I'll put them over my mouth every time I'm going to make a play. Oh, that's the way to do it. That's make, the way to do it. It makes sense, right? He's the coach. We're the players, right? He's telling us. He's telling us how to win in uh-huh. DFS, right? So it makes sense. By the way, I'm wearing a line jersey for watching the video. Uh, it's it's on YouTube, right? That's yes, where, it that's is where on you YouTube. roll it. So, yep. uh, I'm wearing a Giants jersey as well. And Daniel is such a great guy that for his birthday, he bought me. A, he brought me a gift and gave yeah. me his old Darius Slay. Detroit Lions uh, jersey, which I love. Obviously, on my Eagles now. So. Yeah, absolutely. A little bit of mojo too. Lions on a two-game winning streak. Eagles obviously not on a winning streak. So trying to help the Eagles mm-hmm. along a little bit, just a yeah. mm-hmm. end of season push, Mike. All right. You got to take your shots while you can. I right? literally I only have a few areas, so I am going to take those shots. <laughs> this is your moment. You. This is your one <laughs> this moment. Is it. All right, let's talk about our Week 10 recap. Mike, you had another great week. Actually, we both did really well this week. You beat me, though, by 12 points. Yeah, we're on a roll, though. We I mean, are just both on of us. a roll. It has been quite nice this year. Unfortunately, you are on a bigger roll than me. You are 8-2 to two over me. Season standings. Shout out to Josh Crew. 227.48 brought mm-hmm. home the uh, league winner, which yeah, is fantastic. By the way, shout out to our listeners because we've, we're getting so many messages from oh people that have been just crushing it. Uh, and you know, they're, they're watching the show. We're giving them some information. We're giving a little bit of an assist, but they're setting their lineups and they're crushing these tournaments and winning big money. So shout out to all of you watching and, and out there kicking some, some rear end, kicking for sure. some butt. So absolutely. But that's, that's right. That's Disney friendly. We're allowed right to there. say that right yeah. there. A hundred percent. Uh, so let's do it again this week. Check oh, yeah. out our Twitter this. handles at Mike Clay NFL. I'm at Daniel Dopp. We will tweet out a link to our league. We don't tell people how much money is available because it is a free league. Mm-hmm. But this week, just like every other week this year, you can win a thousand dollars up for grabs. So mm-hmm. go in there, play against Mike and I. It's a ton of fun. We will tweet it out a little bit later this uh, week. Mm-hmm. Until then, let's oh, set these lineups. Do you want to look back at your lineup from last week? Do we have that to look at? Do you want to? Do we have a uh, lineup to look back to? No, I don't know. Our graphics is let's get down to business. All right. So let's let's look ahead. We'll do it. Let's talk quarterbacks. We got Justin Fields, Mike Clay. Is there any reason to go away from Justin Fields right now in DFS? No, I mean, again, I said the same thing I'll say last week and he was great last week again, which I'll get to in a second, but you know, I don't want to chase points, right? We want to look forward and Fields price isn't high enough yet. So, right. So we're not chasing points. He's just not where you should be at. He's 7,600. Uh, he's fourth in pricing at quarterback. He is $900 less than Josh Allen. Yep. He is $800 less than 
Lamar Jackson. And yep. he's been outscoring both of those guys. He is a number one scoring fantasy quarterback the last two weeks. His DraftKings point totals, 45.7 two weeks ago. That was the highest scored by a quarterback in a game this season. That's amazing. And then he had a big step back last week to 42.2 oh points. Gosh. A rough one, a rough one, right? A big step back. So uh, we started him last week. Obviously, it worked out great. Uh, during those two games, five passing touchdowns. So we're getting that out of him now, which is big. We didn't have that earlier this season. And his rushing that. line is ludicrous for yes. a quarterback. 28 carries, 325 yards, and three more touchdowns. It's eight touchdowns in two games. Like he has just been uh, ridiculous right now. Uh, great matchup. They're in Atlanta. They're playing uh, a team that's allowed the eighth most fantasy points to quarterbacks, the second most completions and yards allowed. So he's a good passing matchup. We know what he can do with his legs. He's playing great. Chase Claypool's role is only going to grow. Dar- Darnell Mooney's there. Cole Komet's scoring touchdown. Like it's just coming together for that yeah. offense right now. They can't play defense, but the offense has been good. And by the way, we don't want him to play defense. No. Right? No. So we, we need Atlanta to score two or three touchdowns and keep this a high-scoring game. So uh, it's all systems go right now for Justin Fields. Good luck finding a way not to start him. Yeah, put him in your lineup. Mm-hmm. We love him. And you're right. I mean, the dude just has ludicrous speed. Yeah. Ludicrous speed. What is that from? Is that, uh, is, is that airplane? Be- oh, baseball. Oh, oh, come on, Al. You didn't even let him have a chance. He oh, just yeah, jumped no. in. Uh, you know yeah. he's not going to get it. So, like, why are you even give him a chance? Like, I was close. Oh, wow. I was close. I'm come on. Airplane, airplane, airplane was close. No way he was going to get space ball But you were in the, he I've was in the time frame. You were in the, like. The I was pit- close. Yeah. I, I love airplane. That's fair. More um, airplane references. Al, what about, uh, what about for you? By the way, uh, you've got your own quarterback you want to talk about, and Dak Prescott, $6,600. Lots of reason to talk about him. Quickly, though, from a tournament perspective, are you okay with Justin Fields from attorney perspective this week as well? Yeah, uh, I would not feel like you have to stack Justin Fields, at least not thoroughly. You could just go with Skinny Justin stack, Fields maybe? as a secondary stack oh. and play Justin Fields and then maybe like Cordero Patterson or Kyle Pitts on the other side and just use that as a secondary stack and then double stack around Justin Fields with another offense that you like. But stacking is extremely tough this week based on the way that DraftKings is priced, specifically the mid to low tier wide receivers. So it's it's much harder recently. Does Dak give you week. a better option or availability to stack based on, you know, being able to save about a thousand dollars? Yeah, Dak is a fantastic stacking option this week. And like surely there's ways to get different. And there are, but don't call me surely. Forty six passes <laughs> last week at Lambeau Field. Yes. His first game. Guys, focus. Focus. <laughs> His first game with 30 attempts this season in this game, you know, two of the top five pace offense. So, like, there's not a lot of spots this week, a lot of really low totaled games. I think there's like three to four games that are hover five games that are hovering at 40 or below. And then we have a, a snowpocalypse in Buffalo, mm-hmm. possibly, where even if they play there, maybe the field will be fine because the snow is expected before the game, uh, the days before the game. Or maybe they move it to, like, Detroit and just have them kind of play the game there in a dome. So very limited options in terms of quarterbacks that have ceilings of 300 plus yards and three or more touchdowns. And Dak Prescott does that, including the fact that he goes through basically two guys, Schultz and Lamb last week, 53.5 combined target market share of Dak's throw. It's tough to not like Dalton Schultz and CD Lamb. Mm-hmm. Excited to see oh, yeah. if maybe we talk about them a little bit later on in the show. Mm-hmm. Perhaps we'll some foreshadowing. Out. Also, like Joe Burrow this week, $6,800. That's too low taken on the Pittsburgh Steelers, Mike mm-hmm. Clay. We love Joe Burrow. So a couple quarterbacks we like this week, Justin Fields, Dak Prescott, and Joe Burrow. Let's move ahead to some running backs here. And Mike, Saquon Barkley, $8,900 is the most expensive running back on the slate. Mm-hmm. However, he's taking on 
as we often do, the Detroit Lions. Is there any way that you cannot find a way to get Saquon nope, into your nope, lineup? But his price is going up, but it's not high enough. So I've just been using him week after week after week, and it keeps working. Keeps so let's working. just keep doing it, right? So uh, look, the, the big thing here is his. He's projected for so many more points than the next closest running back that it's worth the eighty nine hundred price point. I have him projected for six more six point one more fantasy points than next closest running back. That's Joe Mixon. Uh, he's the highest price, but again, well worth it with that projection. Thirty six touches last week at 160 yards and a touchdown. He's averaging 25 touches and 125 yards per game this season. And he's a touchdown in four of his last five games, right? You can almost say that there is stopping in the red zone. There is oh. no stopping and waiting in the white zone, but in the red zone, there's been stopping, stopping for and waiting. Saquon Barkley. That was an airplane so, joke. Uh, yeah, that was an airplane joke. We got to mix them in yeah. throughout the show. <laughs> uh, and also, I didn't want to pick on you. I didn't want to. I'm wearing a Lions jersey, but they are playing the, the Detroit, Detroit Lions. Lions. The fifth most rushing yards <laughs> and 11 rushing touchdowns, struggling with efficiency and volume against that position. So by all accounts, Barkley set up for another big game. Really is. It's really tough not to uh, think about ways to find fitting Saquon in your lineup. I I did a bunch of different lineups. I will say this. I tried to set a non-Saquon lineup to see mm-hmm. what I thought, but I just it seems so obvious that mm-hmm. Saquon Barkley needs to be a part of my lineup this week. We'll see how it works out. Al, let's talk about Ramondre Stevenson, $6,700, taking on the New York football Jets. What do you like about Ramondre this week? That they throw the ball to him a, a metric lot. ton. Yeah. A lot. 23 targets. The last three games, at least five targets in four straight games with four touchdowns over the last four games. So since he took over the job, I've been, I think I've talked about him like three of the last four weeks on this show as well. I'll have to get a little bit more variety, but 16 fantasy points, 21.3 on DraftKings uh, in week eight, 23.8 in week seven, 25, 22. He's just not priced where he should be, especially on a week uh, where he's playing this Jets team that he scored 21.3. Uh, against in week eight and it's a week where everything as i'm going to keep saying throughout the show is extremely tight and tough to find value so if we can get that locked in if you can lock in like i don't know 10 to 20 targets out of your two running backs this week because i don't think you're playing a running back in flex based on the pricing you give yourself such a leg up as targets are worth like 2.3 times as many expected fantasy points as rush attempts so give me targeted targets at running back at the two spots. I'm going to be playing him at this. Yeah, that's fair. He's been crushing it this year, leaving Damian Harris in his wake. Unfortunately, Harris dealing with a lot of injuries, but Ramondre Stevenson has just taken that job and not uh, let go of it. Honestly, mm-hmm. he's been fantastic. Oh, yeah, he's been awesome. Let's talk about another couple of running backs. Joe Mixon. We like $7,400. Josh Jacobs, 7,500 taking on the Denver Broncos. Damian Pierce, 6,500 as well, taking on a tough Washington defense, but still like his price point based on the volume he's getting. And then we talked about this game, Devin Singletary, mm-hmm. taking on Cleveland, $5,800, may get a ton of snow. We're going to have to continue to watch this one to see how things play out there in Buffalo. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? I would. Of course you would. When it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV, even help with your homeowners or renters coverage, plus add an easy-to-use mobile app. Available 24-hour roadside assistance and more, and Geico is an easy choice. Switch, switch to Geico today and see all the ways that you could save. It's easy. Simply go to geico.com or contact your local agent today. Mike, this last week while you were kicking my butt in uh, our head-to-head matchup, I texted you and I was like, how did you know about Paris Campbell? Like that call was stupid. 
And you were like, I disagree. I felt like it was a great call. I disrespectfully disagree. I disrespectfully disagree. Uh, And honestly, Paris Campbell with Matt Ryan under center, the last handful of games has been fantastic. And there continues to be value that you can have here in week 11 with Paris Campbell. He's the 41st price wide receiver on this slate. His last three finishes with Matt Ryan under center are ninth, fifth, and 11th. So explain that one to me. That makes makes no sense. He's been awesome. That connection with... Matt Ryan has been for real. And you think about, I talked about this on the first pod, right? His floor during those three games. So the worst he's done in these categories is nine targets, seven catches, 57 yards, a touchdown. He's won in all three and 18 fantasy points. So he should blow by this price point of 4,300. He's the number two scoring receiver in fantasy during those three weeks. And the the Colts, no, in the NFL, in the, in the NFL. Actually, Jamar Chase is the only receiver with more fantasy points than him during those three weeks. So Harris Campbell was yes. over those three weeks with, with Matt, Matt Ryan. Ryan. As, yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So he's been uh, terrific. And it is the Eagles. They haven't allowed a lot to receivers efficiency wise, but they do face a lot of volume and slot corner of Ante Maddox is on IR. So it's going to be Josiah Scott. That's actually a respectable matchup for uh, for Paris Campbell. So I like him a lot. They're manufacturing touches for him. He's been really productive. He's scoring. He has high pedigree. He's healthy now. So much to like. At 4,300, I don't know how you don't play him this week in cash. I know you mentioned it, but usually we look at this Philly secondary and we say, boy, it's tough when you look at the, the Eagles. Like They've mm-hmm. got a, a good secondary setup. Yeah, but yeah. understanding that he's in a spot that can be taken advantage of within the secondary here this week. Yeah, for sure. All right, Al, let's talk about Garrett Wilson. $4,900 because this dude is a stud. We just need to make sure that he has the ball in his hands probably what 12 15 times a game is that sound about right i mean that would be great i mean look (laughs) here's the thing they've activated him again which is nice at least he's gotten eight receptions six receptions the last two weeks with nine targets and seven targets those last two games that they played against buffalo and new england so like i would hope that they would go up at least they've been using him again 14 catches over the past two games uh responsible for 44 percent of zach wilson's completions in the upset win over the bills so He's the wild card. We're scouring for value this week, and he's got a good matchup for his uh, particular skill set, right? He is a good downfield target. New England is challenged downfield uh, at the fourth highest A dot on the season, and they allow the fifth most yards per completion, which fits right along with Garrett Wilson and Zach Wilson's uh, preferred throws are downfield. So if he lets one go, Garrett Wilson has a chance to get one big splash play to pay it off, but the volume should also buoy him with a really solid floor. 44% of Zach Wilson's completions last week. That's Mm -hmm. crazy. He's obviously used a ton. We love Garrett Wilson. Want to see him get the ball more. Love seeing him under 5K because in a week, Al, where he talked about it, I was scrambling to find wide receivers to find value for Mm -hmm. to be able to fit in my lineup. So this was somebody that I also really liked. A couple other guys that we enjoy this week. Stephon Diggs, $8,300. Again, we've got to be able to monitor the weather going on in that game. Justin Jefferson, $9,100, most expensive player on the slate, taking on Dallas, but he is just unreal. Mm-hmm. Terry McLaurin, $5,900, seems incredibly underpriced, taking on the Houston Texans. DJ Moore, $5,700, taking on Baltimore. CeeDee Lamb on the other side of Justin Jefferson, $7,500. He was great last week. I love CeeDee Lamb. Michael Pittman, $6,100, taking on Philly. And Cortland Sutton, $6,000, taking on the Las Vegas Raiders. We will continue to monitor what's going on in that Broncos Wide receiving core, Jerry Judy. Obviously, we will find out 
how mm-hmm. uh, impacted he is from the injury he suffered last week. But if there's any kind of limitation, Cortland Sutton could be a guy mm-hmm. this week here against Yeah, this assumes no Judy for now. So yep. we'll just keep an eye on that. Okay. Let's look at the tight end position. And Pat Fryermuth, $4,200 taken on the Cincinnati Bengals. Mm-hmm. Someone's got to be able to catch passes there. And we love Deontay Johnson. We love George Pickens. But it feels like Pat Fryermuth is just Mr. Consistency in yeah. this offense. He's been awesome. And still, 4200 just not intimidating, right? He's no. sixth in pricing because tight end's kind of a mess. But uh, that's not a huge number. Seven or more targets in six of his eight games this season, right? So, again, just awesome really floor. good floor usage. Bad luck with touchdowns. That's something that can be fixed going forward. Should have about two to three scores. Only has one this season, so he couldn't get some regression there. He is top 10 to tight end in targets, catches, and yards. Now, the Bengals kind of mid-pack against tight ends this season, but they allowed at least 75 yards to the other some of the other tight ends. They faced Mark Andrews, Tyler Conklin, and Pat Fryermuth, who they faced back in week one in that game. Nine targets, five catches, and 75 yards. So he's already done it against the Bengals, and he's been really good this season. I'll gladly take him at 4,200. Yeah, I like him quite a bit. Also, like who Al wants to talk about here, and Dalton Schultz. Yeah, oh, yeah. $4,300, and we saw last week another week with, with Dak Prescott under center, and Dalton Schultz looked like the guy that you, well, I know this isn't a season-long show, but the guy that you thought you were drafting yeah, back yeah. in week one, he looked like just Dalton Schultz mm-hmm. again. I mean, he's looked like that one. He had the health problems in the middle of the season, but like this Dallas offense looks like the Dallas offense that we're used to with Dak under center. They play a lot faster, more plays per game. Uh, and Dalton Schultz has at least five catches in the three games since Dak returned. And now he is getting much more up to speed. Target counts increased in each of those three games. And he's got a great matchup here. Minnesota is the second worst red zone defense in the league, allowing a score on 72% of opponent trips into the red zone. Wow. That seems like a high number. Mm. Is that seems high? high? Mike, is that high? 72% seems high. Uh, I would say so. That seems like yes. a high number. Okay. Uh, he's, yeah, he's look, he's been a top 12 scorer at tight end every week Dak has played. You know, wow. So he is that guy. I mean, he is that tight end one when Dak's on the field, and that's been the case. So love him. Love him. Another We're couple also guys. missing all of the other tight end ones. Mark Andrews is hurt. Mm-hmm. Kelsey's off the slate. Everybody else got injured. Dallas yeah. Goddard uh, injured. Sackers out yeah. for the year. It's awful. There's just this apocalypse at tight end right now. So now you've got <laughs> these guys in the 4,500 and down range for the now the new elite tight ends on DFS slate. Oh. You know, you know, it's bad because of the other guys on our list here. There are yeah. other tight ends. Wait till you mm-hmm. see who's on here. That's how bad tight end is. Watch this. All I like right. it. Let's I love him. that play this week, by the way. Yeah. Other tight ends are David Njoku at $3,300. And Kyle Pitts at forty four. He's become a value because there's no one left. We're just out of tight ends. There's, it's so bad. If it you is run around, so you're bad. a value play. And that's at $4,400. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's above Fryermuth. He's above Dalton Schultz. I'd rather go that way. David and Joker, we don't even know if he's going to play. So that could be another one crossed off. And then you start looking at other options and, you know, just, and you're just like, yeah, I guess Pitts looks good. At least there's a chance for 80 yards and a touchdown. Everything else just feels like a dart throw. Juwan Johnson feels like a dart oh, throw. Yeah, Trey McBride feels like a dart throw. Yeah, Harrison Bryan. I mean, Trey yeah. McBride, all the, you know, the replacement guys, Philly, no one, Jack Stoll. I mean, right. some, he'll be in some tournament lineups, but you're not using him in cash. It could be Tyree Jackson for them. You know, he's the guy they want to be there, the pass catcher from that group, but he's been on PUP. He's going to make his debut this week. Probably it's just, it's a bad, uh, it's a bad scene and it just keeps getting worse. Right keeps now. getting worse. Yeah. All right. Well, Hey, it's been tough with pricing across the board, but that's why we're here. That's why we specifically have Mike Clay and Al Zeidenfeld to make sure that we have you guys ready. So Mike, let's set our week 11 lineups. Let the people know where we're at. All right, let's do it. 
Justin Fields is the quarterback, and I am spending at running back again this week. We're going Saquon Barkley and Joe Mixon, the top two priced running backs in Whoa, cash. How can you than, afford anybody else? Oh, you can afford it because, uh, first of all, Devin Singletary, great matchup. The Browns awful against running backs. We'll keep an eye on the weather there, but I like him a lot at 5,800. Uh, wide receiver Jacoby Myers, such a high floor. Love that in cash. Ben Skronik, I think you have to try to find a way to punt with one of these Rams receivers. Remember, there's no Cooper Cup, so he is going to be very busy in this game. He might be their number one. You'd think yeah. Allen Robinson, but skronik has been ahead of him in usage all season, so could be Skronik. Paris Campbell, we talked about him. Pat Fryermuth at tight end, and we're going with Houston at defense. Yeah, I like this lineup. It feels very, I don't want to say stars and scrubsy, but it's a little stars and scrubs. It has to be. But the way pricing is right this now, week, it's just so I, yeah. hard. It's so it's tough right now. We, you know, you don't want injuries, but it almost like when when a guy gets hurt and allows you to go way down and and you, you use essentially a punt or a cheaper running back that opens up so much more. But it's tough this week, and that's why I'm going heavy at running back, and I'm going Fields. Firemuth is a top six tight end, and then I'm going to have to uh, save somewhere, and that's a yep. wide receiver. Yep, I'm with you. All right, my lineup for this week. It's pretty similar, to be honest. I got Justin Fields as my quarterback. I got Saquon Barkley and Ramondre Stevenson. Al talked about the passing game volume that he's getting as well as the work on the ground. Love him at 6,700. My wide receivers are Paris oh, Campbell. Oh, Paris Campbell, huh? I thought he's, he was a bad play. He, huh? Well, he was bad. He well, We're allowed to grow. <laughs> uh, Garrett Wilson, $4,900. Ben Skoranek, $3,900. And then I'm looking at C.D. Lamb as my other high-priced guy, taking on Minnesota, hoping mm-hmm. for a shootout there. He had 11 for 150 and a couple of touchdowns last mm-hmm. week. He has looked fantastic with Dak Prescott back under center. I also have the Houston Texans defense. Mm-hmm. So very similar to you with Greg Dolchich. As my tight end. Now, Dolchich was trending up up until last week, and then last week was a big jump down. Yeah, it, he had a dud, but uh, it is the Raiders, and he's a big part of that game. He's still running all the pass routes, so we feel pretty good about him. And if Judy's out, and if he'll Judy's be out. even more featured. Keep an eye on uh, the health of Corey Davis as it pertains to Garrett, Garrett Wilson. Wilson. He's he, he really took a dive, but then when, you know... Um, Davis was out and Elijah Moore was in the doghouse. Essentially, that's when he had the two big games. So I'm keeping an eye on Davis's status here. Okay. Al, let's talk about your tournament lineups here for week 11. Which direction you want to go? Uh, I want to let it snow. So I'm going to go to Buffalo <laughs> for my double stack in this one. I think that the field's going to be in better condition if they stay in Buffalo uh, than the snowpocalypse that we seem to be predicting for it. If not, they might move it to Detroit. And then I absolutely love this stack. Josh Allen at quarterback with Stephon Diggs, Dawson Knox at tight end. Going to bring that back with DPJ. The show stays in town for another week. The DPJ show. Stevenson and Kamara at uh, at the two running back spots, two high targeted running backs. And I'm going to bring that back with Ben Skoranek, uh, correlating well with Alvin Kamara. I've got Garrett Wilson as a one-off. Uh, he's not a one-off. He correlates with uh, Stevenson. Fully correlated lineup this week. And the that? Indianapolis Colts defense just to punt off defense at 2,200. Hmm. I love that. I love mm-hmm. that we are all on Ben Skoranek. Let's go. Everyone's like, who's Ben Skoranek? Do you remember <laughs> the preseason when Ben Skoranek crushed it? Dude, he's the number two, was the number two receiver ahead of Allen Robinson and behind Cooper Cup most of the season. Yeah. So he's been... Uh, it's going to be, look, it's going to be Skronik, it's going to be Robinson, and it's going to be Van Jefferson, Tyler Higby at tight end. That's where all the targets are going, and 32% went to Cooper Cup. They have to go somewhere, and it look, they're already not a good offense. They're not no. scoring, so that's not going to change anyway, but you yeah. know, at this price point, someone has to get the targets, and Skronik could get six, seven, eight a game. That's I was very just going to say that. He, very possible. He is a guy that can absolutely get that kind of targets, and when you're yeah. looking at that volume for that price point, that's what you're looking for. Yeah, by the way, some 
people might be wondering who's been in the slot, right? Well, Cooper Cup moves around. He is primarily inside. Skronik and Robinson basically split that too, right? So uh-huh. just something to think about. Those guys may kind of share that role. I love it. It's tough. Mm-hmm. It's tough. We got to find a lot of values this week. Pricing is tight this is. week. So we're going to continue to monitor everything, especially that Buffalo Cleveland game with the weather. Going to have a lot of changes. Make sure that you check out fantasy football now on Sunday morning. <laughs> picked, I picked a bad week to stop drinking Miller Lite. Stop. <laughs> That's not true. Did you? It's my birthday. You're no, gonna, it was an airplane. Okay. Okay. Oh, wow. I didn't get that. I don't want to do like snorting. Oh, something. that's fair. It's a yeah, Disney that, company. A Disney I'm company. a company man, as yeah. we say. Mm-hmm. All right. That's going to do it for us here in week 11. Thank you so much for hanging out. Follow us on Twitter at Daniel Dopp, at Mike Clay NFL, at Al Zeidenfeld. Mike and I will tweet out links mm-hmm. to the league. We love you guys. Please love each other. Be kind to yourself. We'll see you on Friday. Happy birthday, Daniel. See you. Love you, buddy. Love you too, man. secret not a mystery the one that we depend on for all our podcast needs graduate full sell you alliance fan through and through with the hippest beard i'm telling you